Hello, Mama. So excited to be here with you today. I'm a little extra excited because we're literally about to leave on a just a quick little family trip. We're off to Kansas to see my husband's family for a few days that I've never met before, like a lot of extended family. So I'm excited. But uh, I've said many times before, okay, this is going to be a quick episode. We're going to get out of here fast. And it doesn't end up being true. But today is the day that it has to be true because we literally have to leave for the airport in 21 minutes. So <laughs> uh, I'm excited to just hop in here. I got a little behind this week because uh, pregnancy hormones have just kind of taken me down. It's been a struggle. So um, I've been kind of you know, just not as consistent as I would like to be in terms of being ahead of the game. And so I was worried I was actually going to miss posting an episode and not reach my one-year goal of posting two episodes a week. But I have 20 minutes and I am not letting go of my goal that easily. So here we go. Um, we are still working on fin- wrapping up the dis- the series on biblical discipline. But, uh, you know, the last episode of that, and there's a- another one after that as well, but um, it's just a little heavy and a little, uh, a bunch of content that I know I cannot get through in 20 minutes. So um, I have some other content I've been excited to share with you. And I have the perfect episode for today. Um, not because it's not important, but because it is literally my heartbeat. And so I know I can just talk through this and uh, pop it out without having to think too much. Because this is like, such a crucial part of my life. And I am so passionate about talking to other people about it. And it's not like this new concept. Uh, it's, we're just talking today about quiet times, about um, that time with God, about reading our Bible and that consistency there. But what I've been noticing lately is that there's a ton of people just in my real world um, that have been struggling with this. And I think I forget that it's a struggle sometimes because the past, uh, I think, three years, it's been super easy for me to be consistent. And that's not me like being prideful or bragging. I just literally have figured out how to to make it this crucial part of my life that I literally, it's my favorite part of the day. And so I don't ever want to miss it. And I get excited for it every day. And so I want to teach you how to get there as well. And part of it is discipline. And then part of it is just trying to, to create the right kind of atmosphere and the right kind of space. And so that's what I want to talk with you about today is how I've done that, how I have made that a priority. So literally, even on the weekends, I get up early and I'm excited for it. And um, unless I'm on vacation or I have like a brand new baby, I don't miss it and I will not miss it because it is such a huge part of why my day goes well. So I'm excited to share it with you today. Get ready. And no matter where you're at in your walk with God, I think all of us can always take a step forward in this. We can always grow from this and learn a little bit more and figure out how to to dive in more. So I hope it encourages you wherever you're at in your faith journey. And I'm just excited for it. So let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay. 
So mama, I have a few different tips for you in terms of how to create the kind of space with God where you look forward to it, where you're hearing from him on the daily, where you want to wake up early for it, where it's helping you grow and helping you move forward. Now I say all of that, but there are seasons like usually not too long, but sometimes longer than I want them to be where I still struggle to hear from God or I still struggle in my quiet time. And it feels more like work than like sitting with my savior over coffee, um, sitting with my best friend over coffee, right? Most of the time it does feel like that, but there are weeks or days or sometimes seasons that it does feel a little bit more dry. But the trick is just to press through. Just expect that it will get better. So I'm not trying to preach like this is going to change it every day forever and it'll never be hard again. No, sometimes things are hard. That's just life. Um, But I do think when you implement these things, it will make it so much richer for you and you're going to experience that fullness and that freedom and that growth far more often than maybe you are now. And like I said, this was inspired by a lot of conversations I've had with people in my world, people I lead, some of my friends, um, just different people that I'm around. And I've just realized this is still a hard thing for most people. And so I've just put together some tips that I have found to work in my life. And the number one tip that I'm going to say, and this is a little controversial because I know it works for some people, but here's my number one tip. You ready? And it might not come as a surprise to you because you've heard me talk about how much I don't like technology and phones and stuff. But my number one tip is to get off your phone. And I'm not even just talking about like stop clicking on social media while you're doing your quiet time or, you know, stop checking your email. I'm, I'm talking about don't read your Bible on your phone. Now, I, I'm not about creating rules that God doesn't want us to have and like adding rules. So if you truly believe you are fully invested by reading your Bible on your phone, you're fully hearing from God, you're fully in, you don't get distracted, you feel his presence, you feel hear his voice, all of the things, and you can honestly say that to yourself, then okay, you run with that. That's great. But what I have found for the majority of people I've talked to is that because it's on your phone, it is a thousand times easier to get distracted. I mean, literally when I do my quiet time, I don't use my phone. I have a hard copy Bible, but I literally have to throw, most days I have to throw my phone across the couch so that I can't just reach over and grab it. Because for most of us, there's some form of addiction there, whether it's social media addiction, whether it's just like that checking addiction just from our phone itself. There is this draw to it constantly. And so if we're already on our phone, it's already open and it's not even that we have to pick up the phone to to check something. It's that we just have to click away for a second and maybe maybe you're even going to like Google something. I even find myself doing this sometimes. I go to Google like what a word means or the context of something and I get distracted and I'm off for five minutes doing something that is unrelated to my time with God and I just get frustrated by losing that time. And so I can almost guarantee you that if you're doing it on your phone, this is going to happen more easily. And I also just think it generally, and maybe this is my biased opinion because I don't love phones or technology, but I I, I do think it steals from some of the intimacy that can be created in that time with Jesus. Because our phones, like we use it for everything, right? We use it for email. We use it for texting. We use it for social media. It's like just this commonplace item that we often use in a mindless, numbing way. And so the atmosphere we're creating when we're reading our Bibles on our phone 
it kind of steals some of that uh, intimacy that we can have with God. I mean, even think in a conversation with someone else, I know it's a little different because you're trying to have the conversation like with the Bible on the phone, but, but if you're trying to have a conversation with someone, our phones are the number one thing that are going to take away from that intimacy with them. And so I just think there is something to having a hard copy Bible that you do not have that distraction right before you. You can throw your phone across the couch. Maybe you even need to leave it upstairs. You just have a watch or you have a clock in front of you. So you know, like, oh, time to get the kids up, Um, whatever it is. But I, I really think there is something to that. And then also you can underline things and write notes in the margins. And years from now, you can look back as you reread passages and say, whoa, this is cool how God spoke this to me back then. It's interesting because it means something completely different to me now. Or wow, I forgot he said that. I need that again today. And it's just incredible to see like what has spoken to me throughout the years. And I've had my my Bible, oh man, since, um, you know, it's actually I got a new Bible right after I got mugged. I don't know if you've heard my episode on that. It was on fear and I I got robbed at gunpoint and my Bible was in my purse. My wallet was not, but my Bible was and, or my money wasn't. I think my wallet was. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Anyways, my Bible was stolen and I had had that Bible, you know, for many years. And so it was heartbreaking to, to lose that more than anything else that I lost because I had notes and, and pages, you know, underlined and all of these memories poured into this Bible. And so it was really hard to lose that. But my parents after that bought me a new Bible and I've had that Bible ever since. So goodness, that was probably, um, okay, math, let's see, at least 12, 12 years ago, around there. We're going to go with 12. I can't do math that fast. I have to think through how old was I? Anyways, um, so I've had it for about over a decade and I can see just how God has been so faithful to me to speak to me, to, to move in my life. And it's just so incredible. So I love having a hard copy Bible. Now I, again, I'm biased because I actually don't, I haven't, I haven't actually tried the Kindle to read books. So I can't really say I don't like it, but I don't like the idea of it. I love holding like a hard copy book in my hands. So I'm sure I'm biased on this opinion. So take it as you will. But I do need you to be very conscious of how it might be stealing from your intimacy with God if you get distracted or you feel like it's uh, just checking a box. And I think sometimes too, you know, because that's something I hear from people a lot is I just feel like I'm checking a box. And that is the opposite of the way that I go into my quiet time. And I'll give you some more tips on how to do that. But I think with some of the Bible studies in the YouVersion app, which is an amazing app with so many amazing Bible studies. And again, if they work for you and you're honest, you can honestly say they work for you. Great. That's awesome. But I know for a lot of people, it ends up feeling like checking off a box. Okay, I got to I gotta read this today because my friends are going to see or I just want to check it off and, and not miss a day and, you know, just have it there. And so it becomes like this pharisaical thing that you do where it's all about the, the rule, the law, and not about the intimacy and the relationship. So that is my number one tip. Take it for what you will. But just be conscious of that. And my challenge to you, if this feels like it's relevant for you, if you want to receive this, is to get a hard copy Bible. Um, I have the ESV study Bible. I love it. And I love the study Bible part is because I can go to the bottom and for most verses that are challenging or confusing, I can go and see uh, more context and um, I can help it helps me understand like what the original language meant or what the context of it meant so that I can understand what they're trying to say. And it's so helpful for those passages where I'm like, what in the world 
is what are they talking about? Or is this really what God would say? Like, this doesn't seem like God's character. And when you go and you read more context, it gives so much more color to it. So I really recommend some form of a study Bible. And then you can have this every day. And so I challenge you to get one of those Bibles. And if you don't want to invest in an expensive Bible because you're not sure if you're going to be consistent with it, there are Bibles at Goodwill. There are free Bibles at your church probably. There are cheap Bibles, whatever you need to do just to test this out and try it for 90 days is my challenge to you. Try and be consistent to read your Bible, your hard copy Bible for 90 days and see if it makes a difference in your life. Um, Even as I'm talking and remembering statistics about even just when your phone is in the room, and I'm not going to remember this specific number here, but just if your phone is in the room, not even that if it's open, but it decreases your working memory by gosh, like I want to say like 75%. I don't know. Maybe that's too high. It's a crazy number. And so uh, our having our phones around, it, it, it is a problem. It, it creates a distraction. It is difficult. So that's my challenge to you. Try the hard copy Bible. Okay. Now, apart from that, um, I want you to pick where you're going to sit, what time you're going to do it, and what drink you're going to have. <laughs> These sound so funny, but there is something about when we're setting a goal to determine what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, where we're going to do it, and that actually helps us follow through with that. Um, and then you don't have to make any decisions in the morning. You have your special spot, and usually even just being in that spot, I kind of already uh, feel like I'm stepping into God's presence because it's like, that's that's what I do there every day. I sit in this spot on my couch and every day I meet with God there. And so it's it already creates that atmosphere. I'm already coming expectant because that's what that spot is used for. So find that spot in your house. Maybe it's outside, maybe it's on your couch, wherever it is. I don't recommend doing it in your bed. You got to get out of your bed, go and go get ready or um, at least get out of your bed and, and not be falling asleep because I think that can also just create uh, less intentionality, less intimacy if we're just kind of, you know, half awake trying to read our Bible. So my recommendation is to get out of your bed, find a spot, figure out what time. So you've heard me talk about this, but you really need to get up before your kids. I know this can be a challenge depending on the season that you're in, depending on how your kids are, but you can train your kids to stay in their bed even after they wake up. And it's not like this evil thing. <laughs> my kids love it. They, they play for a while. There are more certain mornings where my son's like trying to get out of bed, but most mornings I have to wake him up. Um, and so you can train them to be like, okay, hey, this is the wake up time. You can even get them special clocks so they know, okay, when this clock turns this color, that means it's time to get out of my room. And before that, if I wake up, I can read quietly. I can play quietly, but it's time to stay in my room until the clock turns this color. And so whatever you need to do to get up before your kids, even if it's 20 minutes, that can make a huge impact. Now it's possible to do with our kids. It is just, again, kind of like having our phones there, probably even worse than that. Like it is so distracting. It is so hard to be fully immersed in the word and to fully be open to what God is saying without being distracted or feeling like you have to manage your kids. And so whatever you can do to get up before them, that is what I recommend. So pick the time, be consistent with it every day and then figure out what drink. Like, do you love coffee? Make sure you got your cup of coffee, tea, kombucha, whatever it is that you like to wake up to in the morning. Maybe it's just a big glass of water. But there's something about having that drink with you. It's, it's like cozy, right? If we're going to go meet up with a friend, most of the time we're always going to get some kind of drink or some kind of food. It just helps us have that atmosphere with them where we're cozy and we're comfortable and we're enjoying time with each other. And so I want you to create that kind of same atmosphere with God. And so get your drink ready. 
and then go to your cozy spot at the designated time and treat it like you are meeting up with a friend, like you wouldn't be late to meet with a friend. You're going to go there. You're going to show up. You're going to show up as your full self, ready to engage, ready to be present. And I want you to see it like that. You're literally meeting with the creator of the universe, your best friend, and you're, you're creating this space where you get to sit with him and hear from him and talk to him and, and find strength for the day. And so I want you to go in with that kind of expectation and, and setting those very practical, tangible things can help you create that space. Okay, I got five minutes and counting. (laughs) This is live time, people. All right, so next is what? What are you reading in your Bible? Okay, this is again where I think people get really hung up. People feel like they have to follow the plan. Like our church has a really cool step reading plan, which I love. And if that works for you, awesome. What I have found is sometimes I, in certain seasons, cannot follow that because it feels too much like checking a box. And here's the thing is me and God read the Bible really slowly. Like I take in every word and every verse and I really often sit on it. Not every day, not every chapter, but most of the time I'm a pretty slow Bible reader because I really like to soak it up and, you know, check on things I don't understand or try and understand where the writer's coming from and try and understand what what this means in the context of who God is and what it means for me. And so I go slow and that's okay. And so my encouragement to you is to not have a certain amount of scripture you need to go in and read. To literally remove that, even if you read one verse and you spend 15 minutes thinking about that verse, that is a huge win. There's so much that God can speak just in one verse. And so remove that expectation. Maybe you do read three chapters. That's great. Maybe it's a a one chapter, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And it can change every day. Just go in anticipatory for what he's going to say and remove that expectation of the amount. And for where you start in the Bible. Now, um, if you're trying to get going and you don't have a good consistent routine with God on this, my encouragement is to start in the New Testament. Old Testament is great and I've been reading through it and it, there's so much richness in it and it's really honestly expanding my view of the Bible and who God is and the culture and it's just so helpful. But it can be dry at times or challenging at times because it's hard to understand sometimes. Like, how, how does this show God's character? I feel confused. So start in the New Testament if you're trying to get going. Um, Mark is a great place to start. That's one of the, the four Gospels. It talks about Jesus's life. Such a good place to start. The book of James is one of my favorite. Um, I mean, there's so many good things in there. If you don't have a favorite book in the New Testament, um, pick one. I love the Corinthians as well. There's so many good places, but start wherever is going to help you get rolling. Don't feel like you have to follow a plan. Don't feel like you have to, you know, start in the beginning of the New Testament or the beginning of the Bible. Just pick a chapter. And if you don't know where to start at all, start in Mark. It's a great place to start. Go from there. Um, so figure out where you're going to be reading um, and figure out what kind of plan you're going to do. Do you do you want to just free free, go freely for it and just kind of read a chapter, read a verse and and see what God speaks to you. Do you want to follow a Bible study that's going to ask you questions about it? I just finished the Elijah Bible study by Priscilla Schreier and it has, it was so incredible. Um, It really helped me so much. Most of the time though, I just kind of uh, pick a book um, and read it and go from there. So it depends on what you want to do but don't feel pressured to read a certain amount. Okay. Last tip I have for you is to go in with expectation every day. So I've kind of already said this, but I just want to expand on it for a minute. 
get excited. Literally, I wake up excited and expectant that God is going to speak to me today. Now, the way that I, I go in expecting this is every time, every day before I read the Bible, I pray, God, your word is living and active. Please give me food for the day to fill me up, to get me through the day. Open my ears to hear what you want to say to me. Open my eyes to see what you want to show me. God, I am ready to receive from you. And I go in expecting he's going to speak to me. And so sometimes I'll read my Bible and okay, didn't really feel much from that. And so maybe I'll ask God a question. I'll ask him to show me a picture to encourage me or something he wants to speak to me. So just have a conversation with God, a two-way conversation and pray that prayer. Go in with expectation that God is going to speak to you each and every day. Okay, so that's it for today. That's my challenge to you. To you, Try this for 90 days. See where it gets you. And let me know what questions you have. If you get hung up in a certain place of doing this, where are you getting stuck? Because this will change your life. This will change your relationship with God and your relationships with people and just how you go into your day. So I'm so excited for you. Let me pray for you. God, Thank you, God, that I got this done in time. Thank you for your word, God, that is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, God. And I just thank you that you want to speak to us individually, God, and that you have so much to say to us, God. So I just pray for everyone listening, God, that they would figure out how to start this journey with you. They would figure out how to hear from you and be confident that you want to speak to them and that you're going to speak to them, God. I pray that you would help them to not be distracted, help them to find the time, help help to remove any barriers that might stand in their way, God. And we just love you and we want more of you and we are ready for you to change our lives, God. You are so good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.